0: Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFump.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Fump Cast. this is Devo Spice. Uh, Luke Ski will not be joining us this weekend, uh, he's had a death in the family and is at a wake at the moment, so... Our condolences out to Luke and his family. Um, Welcome to episode 606 of the Funny Music Podcast for January 27th, 2022. I almost said 2021. Title of this week's episode is Gainful Stormy Pencil. And your job, should you choose to accept it, is to work that into our conversations for this week. I put it in the chat so you can refer to it later. Um... Joining us this week, we have Michael Bali of Two Sleeps. Welcome back, Mike. Hey, what's up, Tom? Not much. Uh, and we have Stephen Smith from Regdar and the Fighters. Hello, happy to be here. Who is pacing around his room in a frantic attempt to get his daily step count in or something. I don't Correct. know what he's doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's do the catch-up thingy.
2: Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week.
3: Or else Devo, if Luke failed and
4: didn't show up. Hey. What?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, here's right. point. Boy. That seems mean this week. Luca- Luke gets a pass this week.
4: It
1: just seems mean. <laughs> so, um, what I've been up to, I attempted to record uh, the final segment of my episode of The Insider, for January on Wednesday night, I actually planned out what I was going to write, and then I got a migraine, so that didn't happen, so I will, I I couldn't do it today, I just had too much going on, so I will probably record that tomorrow and get the January episode of The Insider out uh, on Friday, Um, the other thing I did was I recorded vocals for a Worm Quartet song, which I'm really excited about, because oddly, this will be my first appearance on a Worm Quartet song. (laughs) But Devo, I hear you cry. You and Shoebox work together all the time. Yes, on my songs. I have never been on a Worm Quartet song. (laughs) So this will be a first. Um... His songs are fast and they're hard yeah, to say. Yeah, I was say. going to say, is this the one he was talking about needing somebody to do fast vocal delivery for? Yeah, I believe it was, yes. Uh, and, and there was one line I just couldn't do, and we had to like go back and forth coming up with an alternative because it was just mush mouth for the first two beats. I was like, I'm like, no, it's not going to work. So
4: you know when Shoebox says it has to be
1: fast, you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a it's a great song, um, and it'll be hitting the thump in February. So uh, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to hearing the final mix. I'm, I keep waiting for Shoebox to send it to me. <laughs> I'm Like you have my vocals. What else do you need? You know. Um, and the other thing that happened is a uh, surprise. I'm a I'm a Logan juror now. Um. So we got all, or Ian got all of these submissions for the, uh, the, you know, the songs to, for the Logan Awards that people wanted people to vote on. And, um, one of the jurors turns out, well, not turns out, we, we, like we knew, but, um, he produced a whole bunch of the songs from this one artist who had songs submitted for consideration. So just to be fair to everybody, he stepped down and then I stepped in. Um, and I removed my songs from consideration. Not that you know there weren't a whole lot. I didn't produce a whole lot of stuff in 2021, so it wasn't a big deal. But um, so I get to, I got to vote on the Logan Awards for the first time. Um, nice. Yeah. So I actually I was like I got the list from Ian of, of all the songs that that are under consideration, and you know I had to send him back my top five for each category. And I was like I better do this like now, otherwise I'm either going to forget or I'm going to get too busy something's going to come up and I'm never going to get around to it so I actually submitted my votes to Ian on Tuesday I think so um, no further bribes will be accepted at this point uh, <laughs> so it's too late sorry Yucks. <laughs> so so Michael what have you been up to
4: uh, just working on songs working on that comedy album Mm-hmm. Uh, got a, got a couple coming up. I'm pretty excited for. I think you might have heard one of them already. I sent it in like a week ago or so.
1: Yes, yes, I have heard that.
4: And uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Keep them busy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Trying to stay warm. So like 15 below a couple days ago. So
1: oh, where are you How's, located?
4: Uh, southern Wisconsin. So,
1: okay. Yeah, it gets it does get cold up there. We we were at three this morning when I took the dogs Oof. out. So. Mm-hmm. We, well, shoot, we,
4: we're in southern wisconsin uh right now fort atkinson i used to live
2: in madison okay i i grew up uh, along the mississippi in uh grant county oh nice yeah that's sweet Good, always fun to run into fellow scotties right absolutely we're everywhere right send spotted cow and cheese turds <laughs> 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 all
1: right so steven what have you been up to other than walking around your living room
2: right (laughs) so i have been uh frantically like just trying to get my my buffer of unfinished projects cleared right now so um this year or next year i'm really bad with dates is the 10th anniversary of regger and the fighters uh concept album or choose your own adventure concept album spoiler alert so we're working with needlejuice records to get a an anniversary version special edition of that released which is super complicated because choose-your-own-adventure is a really easy concept to implement on CD where you just tell people, pick which track you want to jump to, and very difficult to implement on vinyl. <laughs> well, you
1: can pick up the you... needle and jump to another
2: one. Yeah. <laughs> Arbitrarily place the needle here and hope you got it right. <laughs> uh, so we've got that, and I've also got uh, a new full-length that I need to uh finalized releasing that's you know getting all the art and all that other shenanigans sorted out and then on top of that like i'm i'm talking to jason needlejuice and be like okay so i've got these two records coming out also there's this puerto rican punk band that i'm working with that they want to do a seven inch with me like do you want to put out a like three regdar releases this year so the answer to that was no so that one's <laughs> a little bit deferred but i've got many irons in too many fires. And so, of course, I'm spending this week in Florida, hanging out with my in-laws who have a timeshare and
1: drinking Where it's far above too much zero. to be
2: appearing on podcasts.
1: Yeah. Where it's above zero. We're, we're... It is. It's <laughs> so
2: nice. I'm wearing a hoodie, but I absolutely don't need to be. Uh, Mostly yeah. I'm wearing it because the hood protects my headphones from my sharp and pointy hair.
1: <laughs> yes, we are all jealous of the Florida weather. It's yeah. freaking cold up here. Alright, so uh, you posted a song. Give us a quick intro to the song, and we'll give it a listen, and then we'll talk about it.
2: Is that me? Yeah. Okay, so the song is called Can't Spell Sanctimonious Without Ska, and uh, so this was a commission by one of my Patreon supporters, who I still owe two more songs to. He keeps on not giving me concepts. So, like, I sat him down one day, and he was like, oh, okay, so what if, like, what if, like, a... A beach bully, like, met a bunch of LARPers. Uh, and so that's that's the song that I wrote. It's about a, a a beach bully who is hanging out one day and sees a bunch of LARPers and is like, I'm going to go hit on the hottest girl in that group. But then discovers that because they've been spending all their time at the beach practicing martial arts with their foam swords, he just gets absolutely humiliated and beaten up.
1: All right. Here is Can't Spell Sanctimonious Without Ska by Regdar and the Fighters.
3: But there were several hot chicks. So I thought, why not? I could be their king. Up until Some geek told me that there were rules Protecting the weak and the foolish But I ignored him and walked on Towards the hottest woman there Ignoring his faint cries of churlish Suddenly the ground slipped I found myself eating sand ¡Oh! oh.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of those reenactors. I'm pretty sure they could all kick my ass.
2: Right? <laughs> They're so ripped.
1: Yeah. Those foam swords
2: aren't all that heavy, but if you're waving them around in the sun all day... That's yeah.
1: Like... <laughs> they know how to use that's... them, too. It's not just a, like you're bonking right. them over the head with stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so you mentioned this was a, a Patreon suggestion. Yes. Tell us about that. Like, how did that come about? Uh
2: uh so it's actually a a pretty good friend plus uh D &D buddy tyler who uh yeah he's been a supporter of the patreon since day one and he supported the level where he gets um a one commission per year so the very first year he was right on top of it he's like okay my band we're called Slurposaur. we just broke up i want you to write a song about Slurposaurs. the old hollywood technique of like sticking cardboard fins onto a gila monster and protecting and like having it wreak havoc on a miniature set in a monster movie
4: <laughs> i just saw uh, the video for that like a week ago and it was awesome
2: <laughs> thank you <laughs> so that was like uh three years ago that he had me write that song and uh then i put it out and like continued pestering him about this and like so eventually eventually he'll get back to me and you know we'll get our d d podcast going and he'll have me write more songs but uh, yeah basically so, yeah i've got a patreon for five dollars a month you can have me write a song about basically any topic you want with no guarantees i will be respectful about it
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's an important caveat there
2: <laughs> right reg darn the fighters is a very snarky band so there's there's always the thought of somebody's like well can you write a song about this such and such topic um so uh spoiler alert the album that we're doing the 10th anniversary of uh, I did a Kickstarter for that and at the $100 level which one friend backed they got to pick some work of fiction that I would write a song about so he picked Heinlein's Citizen of the Galaxy which is a book I had never read before mm-hmm. so I had to like find a copy of this book and buy it and read it and then write a song summarizing it and I was very sarcastic about you know s- space objectivists and what Heinlein tends to write about in general uh, and this friend has barely talked to me since. <laughs> So I really <laughs> hope that I didn't just like ruin my friend's favorite book for him.
1: See, I would have taken a, I would have taken the, the, the approach of like, God damn it, you made me read this book. Do you know how long it takes me to read something? You know? <laughs> well, well, I don't even I care mean, what it's about. Just
2: half of the concept of the album is that it's spoiling the plots of various other things including Dune and the entire Chronicles of Amber and the entire Chronicles of Thomas Covenant. I could I could hardly complain that somebody was like, "Do you want to like read this 80-page young adult sci-fi novel?"
1: <laughs> nice. So there's a comment on the song, which I'm guessing is by Michael, because it's from Two Sleeps Music. Uh, it says, glad you found your singer. So I guess you were looking for a singer for this song?
2: Yeah, so this was, uh, I, I actually found her on Fiverr. So she's a, a vocalist named Alana. And I think she might be um, Eastern European, like English is a second language. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just like a little bit of like bumpiness around language. So like I sent her all these fake old English lyrics. I was like, can you sing these? And she absolutely nailed it on the first tries. I was very, I was very impressed with her work.
1: Nice. She sounds, she she sounds great. I I, I love the, like the old English, you know, lyrics in the song. That's that's, works great. I gave her um, uh, three different alternative vocal
2: parts to potentially sing. And she picked the one that was most difficult for me to do, so I was like, "Oh, sweet!" So the other two that I did can be harmonies now. Nice. <laughs> Later on, the like, vocals.
1: So, like, I, I can't imagine someone who you know, who English is a second language, use like looking at the word shouldst, you know, s h o u l d s t, and figuring out how to pronounce it. because I don't even know how to pronounce it.
2: <laughs> right, I don't know how to pronounce it. I just made something up. <laughs> This is, this is not real communication in this song. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like, good comedy transcends language. Right. Although there's a lot of puns, I think. Yes. Well, those are always good. I, I really like the line, to say that thou be just out artless gives offense to the arts.
1: Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, very cool stuff. So um so you, you you tell us about the albums you're working on. I mean you did a little already, but
2: right. So I've already talked about spoiler alert. The next one is uh Repossess the Sky Part One, which is so one of the secret things with Regdar and the Fighters is that all of our songs do take place in a single shared narrative. Uh oh, interesting. I,
1: refuse, I didn't know that. And I
2: refuse to divulge most of I mean most of it is like just like a lot of it is things that happen in the world. Yeah, that like aren't really relevant to anything. Like a, a, a bully getting you know beaten up on a beach one day isn't relevant to the meta plot about space vampires, but you know it's it does take place in the same universe, just at a different time and place. Uh, so, "Repossess the Sky" part one, like, is a is kind of plot heavy, except for the fact that I realized with uh, the Ballad of Constance and Johnny the two albums ago that nobody likes that. Nobody likes these massively plot heavy, weird experimental albums. So as I do with most things with Red Darn the Fighters, it's I'm making fun of Rush. Uh, so what I did is side A is just a bunch of like random fun songs, like uh, the the couple that have already been released on the Fump, um, Mall Goth cop and factoids about web fonts. Mm-hmm. Those are mostly side A and then side B is mostly the plot heavy parts. So it's like over, over dramatic, over produced, you know, weird nonsense about space pirates side B, and then space one is just side one is just fun songs.
1: So, are the reenactors ever going to fight the space pirates or space vampires or whatever? Because that I would don't be have... neat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't currently have any
2: plans for the reenactors to be,
1: you know, enacting space justice. But... They're uh... canon now. You got to <laughs> use them again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> things are always a little. Things are always a little bit open. Some, some. There's a lot of things where I'm like, I'm looking at things and saying, like, oh wow, I really, I really painted myself into an obscure corner by having, you know, this particular '70s fantasy novel be actually part of the plot about, you know, you know that one about space objectivists. That's that Highland novel. That's got to be in there. How does that factor into things? Who knows. <laughs>
1: I'm sure you'll figure it out.
2: right. I've got this massive Google document that outlines things and I need to I need to put it in my will that uh, you know Greg or Jace gets gets a hold of that document when I die so that they can you know finish my finish my epic.
1: You may need to hire an assistant at some point just to keep just to keep track of the continuity. I know an author who had to do that um his uh Scott Sigler is one of my favorite authors he do, he does um mostly horror novels with monsters and stuff but he's released a dozen albu- a dozen uh books you know with different time periods you know from now to you know 700 years in the future and it's all part of this nice. one continuous universe with all the same creatures and aliens and monsters and stuff and it all interconnects and he actually had to hire somebody for cut to check the continuity of everything he writes to make sure that it you know fits in the timeline and stuff it's amazing
2: <laughs> see with horror i feel like you have the easy shortcut of um my my general take on the horror genre is you know you take everything that exists in the cthulhu mythos and an important part of the cthulhu, cthulhu mythos is that all of the narrators are are unreliable so everything is canon, and it doesn't matter that it all contradicts each other. Everything is a
1: lie, yes.
2: <laughs> you, you can't trust anybody's version of the events, including this own author trying to keep track his keep track of his own writing.
1: that's yeah that that could work. I could see that. um I actually prefer the um the cabin in the woods theory of of horror continuity in that everything is related. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I haven't still somehow. I've uh, heard
2: nothing but good things about
1: it. I really want to
2: see it, but just haven't got around to it.
1: It's amazing. It's honestly one of my all time favorite movies, and it explains every horror movie ever made, basically. Nice. So everything is canon and everything fits into that movie. It's it, it all works, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's wonderful. The
4: Rosetta Stone of Horror. It
1: really is, yes. <laughs> And the last like forty five minutes of that movie are just fun mayhem. It's wonderful. All right. So, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
2: Because uh, I'll talk about horror, uh, horror movies um, and
1: I'll talk about horror movies brand- and death metal for an hour. So, great.
2: <laughs> right. uh, got a, got a brand new website that I just launched uh, like two weeks ago. Regdarandthefighters It links to all of the stuff you might want to find. Uh, except for our upcoming tour dates, because for whatever reason, the Facebook widget doesn't work correctly. So you'd think that, you know, this major global corporation would be able to make an embeddable widget that actually shows upcoming events, but they can't. (laughs) So, but there's that. You can find, you know, all our socials and the link to our Patreon and stuff there. All right. Also all our merch, including hoodies, like the one that I'm not wearing right now. I'm wearing a completely different hoodie that I got it at, or Ross or something. <laughs> but if you're cold, right down the Fighter Cities.
1: Excellent. All right, let's do some news. This is The Fump.
2: Hello, Sydney.
3: Again?
0: Do you like scary movies? Screw
3: you! Well, then. I'm the final girl in this horror world. Not in plastic or a casket. Chase me if you dare. Come I do so Got
0: my mask and let's start slashing I'm the final game. Toy, came to claim joy You wanna play coy
2: with my Game Boy? Jedi Knight toy, Rainbow Bright toy Ghostbuster Fright toy, go fly a kite toy Got a toy green beret, a toy puppy spray, A toy bob and Jay. he-man saves the day Hey, I just came to play Got this toy speaking Spanish Hear my
1: Furby speak to
0: you That's The Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. And
3: my first name is Spam. Call
2: from Spam Risk. Time for Funny Music News. Something, something, something.
1: In the news, Carla Ulbricht's uh, new album, Twang, comes out on March 1st, and she is taking pre-orders via an Indiegogo campaign. She's looking to raise $2,200. She is currently at $1,812. 1812 good year. Um, so, uh, so head over to Indiegogo.com if you haven't already pre-ordered your copy and help her out. The Ookla the Mock Kickstarter was funded, like, at the last minute. Um... goal, they ended up with $10,638 so congratulations to everyone at Needlejuice and Ookla the Mock I'm very much looking forward to that, that's one of my all time favorite albums and I can't wait to to see the final product alright, MarsCon update I will be the surrogate Luke Ski for the moment, MarsCon, MarsCon, MarsCon MarsCon 2022 is taking place March 11th through 13th at the Hilton, Minneapolis, St. Paul Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. As of now, it is still an in-person event. If anything changes, we will let you know. Um, details for the comedy music track are at MarsConComedy.com, which has been updated for this year's event, including information on this year's fundraiser album, which you can find in the shop. Just go to MarsConComedy.com, click on Shop, it's $30 for nearly four hours of music recorded at Virtual MarsCon 2021, featuring performances by Beth Kinderman, Amy Englehart, Devo Spice, that would be me, Worm Quartet, The Great Luke Ski, Power Salad, Il Nage, TV's Kyle and Linzilla, Robbie Ellis, who's in the chat, Insane Ian, Throwing Toasters, Tom Smith, and more. The goal for this year is $596.95, although that may change if uh, people who are nominated for Logan Awards decide to come. Uh, The money goes to cover the hotel room costs of the performing acts. And speaking of the performing acts, this year's music guest of honor are the Knuckleheads, the father-son rap duo who dominated the Dr. Demento show in 2021. Other performing acts include Devo Spice, Insane Ian, Power Salad, TV's Kyle and Linzilla, Il Neige, Meow Meme, Versatile Fluff, The Great Luke Ski, and there will also be hosting the 12th Annual Logan Awards for Excellence in Comedy Music. Uh, MarsCon 2022 the future ain't what it used to be Uh, um, pre-registration for a weekend badge is $55 until January 31st which is Monday so if you're planning to go get in this weekend uh, to pre-register at the reduced price otherwise it's $70 at the door so go to MarsCon.org for information about the convention and MarsConComedy.com for information about the comedy music track all right, tour dates coming up uh, or every Sunday in Nashville, Tennessee. Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Tuesdays, f- online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On Thursdays, online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. And coming up on the 6th on YouTube, the Consortium of Genius hosts Escape from the Secret Lab. All right, that's it for news. That's it for tour dates. Michael, you're up. What's up? Sweet. All right, so give us a quick intro to this song, and we'll give it a listen. Uh,
4: the song's called A The One, and it's basically for all you people who fall in and out of love very easily. You can save yourself some time. Use this song.
1: All right, here is A The One by Two Sleeps. So that song rocks. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And and it has the advantage of like every time you're in a new relationship, you can just reuse it.
4: Exactly. (laughs) And also just in time for Valentine's Day, if somebody wants to send me a recording of them saying the name of the person they love, I will put it in the song and send it to you for like 10 bucks.
1: That's fantastic. (laughs) Somebody absolutely take him up on that because that, that's a fantastic idea. In fact, I'll have to pass that on to Shoebox, because he doesn't listen to this show, so I'll let him know. Nice. <laughs> he might want to do it for his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so what was the idea behind this song, or where did the inspiration come from?
4: Um, I'm trying to do a bunch of pastiches of songs I listened to when I was a teenager, so obviously pop punk is going to be in there. Mm-hmm um so it started out i wrote the first verse and it was like okay this is like a love song but it's it's not really funny how do i make it funny so then i came up with the chorus and was like oh i can just write a love song and then the chorus makes it funny
1: (laughs) yeah it's a fantastic idea and i wish i thought of it (laughs) so what what other type of pastiches are you trying to do
4: um, there's there there might be some death metal. Um, I would Ooh. like to do that, but I just with the lyrics, it would have to be a video because otherwise you wouldn't be able to understand it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> can you do a good growl?
4: I can do a decent growl, not as well as in my younger days, but I think I can still pull it off.
1: <laughs> I got to warm up my voice. I can do a pretty good one, but I got to warm up after a while because uh, nice. yeah, can't just can't got- just do it off the cuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Gotta be safe about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: you spitting blood all over the screen. I mean, that'd be good for the video, but, you know. <laughs> um. So I wanted to ask you about the title, A, The One. I didn't quite pick up on the meaning of that.
4: Uh, it's like the old saying, you, you know, you found the one. This is A, the Oh, one. A, The One. Okay,
1: okay, okay, gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. I mean, I'm just an idiot and didn't pick up on it. <laughs> um, yeah, was, I was gonna look at the comments on your song. Oh, this is fantastic! Thanks, Ian. Okay, that doesn't help me at all. Uh, thanks, Ian.
4: <laughs> thanks, Ian.
1: <laughs> no, it is. It is a really good song. I really do enjoy it. Um, oh, you dragged your wife into this one, huh? Oh yeah. Does she enjoy getting dragged into things like this, or does she do it begrudgingly?
4: Usually she enjoys it. I was worried about this one, because given the nature of the song, it might make her feel a little less special. But I might have made a special version just for her, so she likes it. Now, did you
1: (laughs) do a real recording of the vocals with her name, or did you splice in her name?
4: Um I spliced it in and then what I actually did was I put it she has a flash drive of music that she keeps in her car so I put it on there on random so it just randomly popped up as she was uh driving into work one day so that that's, was
1: pretty cool that was fan- that's fantastic how what was her reaction uh she was pretty
4: touched she was excited about oh okay her. okay so have, my my wife much... would have been
1: pissed <laughs>
4: <laughs> messing with my music
1: yeah. Well, mostly that I put one of my songs on her playlist. That's what she would have been pissed about. So, oh sure, <laughs> she doesn't like my music. So <laughs> that's that's the that's why things go around here. Uh, Not so what for else?
4: everyone.
1: No. So what else is going on with you?
4: Um, geez, I don't know. Not much. I'm a pretty boring guy most of the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you got to stay warm doing something
4: right no i'm uh, gonna be working on some videos for a couple of fump songs that have already come out and a couple that are hopefully gonna come out in the future um i want to get into doing more videos it's something i've always enjoyed doing but it's just so time consuming
1: it is yeah i'm trying to do more myself and i'm actually trying to plan them out better like i'm I, I actually wrote a script for um, this one video I want to do. And then the next thing is a shot list. Like I'm actually going to write out a shot list.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The stupendium posted uh, like some screenshots of uh, his whole shot list and all the planning he goes through. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't do anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: either. And I think that's why most of my videos kind of suck is I, I I don't plan them out. And I'm like, I know I'll do this. And then I do it, and I'm like, "Yeah, why is that so boring?" Yeah. <laughs> like the one of the best videos I ever did was the, in my opinion, was the My Atari video, and we just kind of we filmed that over a weekend at a convention, and like I had the the animation for the background, which was just Atari graphics animation, and then there were actual sure. Atari graphics used in it, and so we we it, it was. Me and a couple of my friends with Shoebox of Worm Quartet, his wife, Kim, Rob Balder, and I think that was it, just hanging out in, in a hotel room. And we kept coming up with all these ideas like, okay, film me doing this. Okay, film me doing that. And then we filmed me and Shoebox performing the song on stage, and then that was it. That We cut all that together and presto changeo video. And it, it works. Sure. So I thought, well, that one went well. I can do that with all my videos. And then the rest of them, they did. <laughs> It's like okay, sure, that's it, a thing. It's a... so winging it doesn't work winging every single doesn't... time. Yeah, I think oh. I got lucky that first time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I actually I, I put a lot of work into the um, uh the the not a lot of planning, but I did put a lot of work into the uh, Spider versus video. So I'm I'm very proud of that one, but again, yeah. not not a lot of it planning shows. with that one. You, you could I just, tell the, I can't
4: plan stuff. It's all up here and that's yeah. just that's where it lives.
1: You could tell there was no planning on that because we didn't film it in front of a green screen. And who would have thought that, you know, uh Bonnie Gordon's white Spider Gwen outfit wouldn't show up in front of a white bed sheet? You know. <laughs> Gee, can't silhouette that out easily. So. so so good luck with your videos. Um Thank you maybe maybe a script maybe a little you know shot list maybe <laughs>
4: i'll try i'll do my best <laughs> no promises doesn't
1: have to be detailed just you know, a couple of different ideas uh so do you have anything you'd like to plug
4: uh you can follow me on twitter two sleeps music um I've also got a youtube channel uh also two sleeps music there's only a couple really short videos up there right now but but there'll be new ones coming soon.
1: Alright. Um, okay, uh feedback. Making
0: the internet absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Dementia radio. ww.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try
2: again.
1: This is the part where there's feedback. Feedback. Feedback, you know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs)
3: Feedback. Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, you're testing my ADD.
1: Eclectic Lee wrote, uh, Fumpers since Steve Goody will probably be on this week. I'd like to hear about the making of the Fump volume 90 cover from both his and Devo's perspective. For example, it looks like the photo was taken in a park and Steve was wearing a bicycle helmet. Did he actually ride a bicycle there or did he ride his pal, the Murray? So Ooh, we wrong actually, Steve. huh? Wrong Steve. <laughs> we actually addressed that in, in, uh, the video interview, We have coming up because we do have one more song this weekend. So, before we get into the third song and the pre recorded interview, do you guys want to stick around for that or do you want to take off? It's not terribly long, it's like seven or eight minutes, I think.
4: I can stick around.
1: Okay, Steve, we we can stick around. We can't, Uh, you know, I don't know if we can really crack jokes since we'd be interrupting the flow, but you can't. I'm I'll be muting you for the video. Tragically uh, muted,
2: censorship.
1: What was that? censorship censorship yes being censored for our views oh dude that's a great idea we should do like an mst3k thing where we do the pre-recorded interview and then we just sit here and make fun of it the whole time
2: yes i mean there are three of us this does check out <laughs> i can i get
1: like little puppets and come Oh. i have Neck- a puppet All right, right everybody behind everybody, me
2: everybody hold your hand up in front of your camera instead of <laughs> your
1: face we're good to go oh michael's got a puppet There we go. What's up, guys? That's excellent. Who is that? Uh, this
4: is Reg. He's going to be in some of the videos. He's in the two videos that I've already got up. So if you want to nice. see Reg, go check out the videos.
1: Did you make that?
4: Rock and roll! I did. Yep. Nice.
1: Nicely done. Now Luke is going to be pissed he's he's not here because he loves puppetry and he's made his mm-hmm. own puppets. So
4: Nice. All right, yeah, this so, is the second one that uh, I've been on pump. that Luke has missed. Oh, Absolutely, really?
1: Man. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to make sure next time he's on. <laughs> it's not you, it's him, honest. <laughs> all right, so here is uh, Steve Goody's song, uh, Yappy Dog, followed by an interview of some kind.
0: Here's one for all the dog people. I'm a dog person. But I'm not a wiener dog person My neighbor's wiener dog Yaps all night long So to keep from killing him I wrote him a song He goes Then he goes He takes a breath and then he goes Why'd they have to get a yappy wiener dog When there are so many sweet
5: demeanor dogs He goes Then he goes they hear this. Yappy dog. Yappy dog. Yappy dog. You're a demonic
3: punk like
0: Satan threw up. I wish you would shut up. I'm in my bed with pillows over my head. I need you to shut up.
5: Damn, there's a good selection. Plus
1: I get a box of ammunition.
5: This is what it means to be American. Hello, doggy, my old friend. I think you might fit in the blender. Could have got a collie or a basset hound.
0: Nope, a one-note yap dog is what they found. Ah, this
5: is incredibly annoying. I've got one poet. Wow.
0: now i don't have to write a song
5: after all what i missed Uh, i'm here with somebody hello i'm alphonse esposito of indeterminate ethnicity Standing in for Mr. Goody, who has uh, had a few threats from his neighbors regarding the song he wrote about their dog. Ah, I see. okay. So I am uh, authorized to answer all questions, but' uh, I'll will deny everything.
1: Okay, so um well, the first question is uh, tell us about this this song and why uh, Mr. Goody decided to invoke Mr. Zappa?
5: because there's a very pleasant dog next door who never did anything to harm anybody, and uh, Mr. Goody is not so well in the we don't know. And as far as the Zappa, you know, a boy can dream. Yeah, that, that's fair. So, so so, tell us about the dog. Oh, the dog, a lovely dog, uh, practically a cat, so lovely. Never bothered anybody, never, never yapped all night long for two days running, never tried to bite a postman in the ankle, never ran out in traffic and drove everybody crazy at the risk of his own life for no reason. A lovely, lovely dog, or perhaps a moose probably a dog would
1: be very tiny moose if it was a a a
5: sub
1: moose a sub moose
5: -moose.
1: Mm -hmm. i've never heard of a sub moose i'll have to google that later
5: hmm it's a it's it's very rare usually found in the Dakotas. okay Mm -hmm. or or at golden corral on the dessert menu (laughs) so so how do how do you know steve goody i'm not authorized to speak of that sorry the attorney client weirdo privilege ah of course I think this is going very well so far.
1: It is. We actually have uh, a, a feedback question uh, hmm. for, for Mr. Goody um, that I need to pull up. And I, I'm, I apologize, Lee. I can't play your bumper at the moment. I will play it uh, when we get to the actual feedback section so you can hear it. But uh, Eclectic Lee wrote, uh, Fumpers, since Steve Goody will probably be on this week, I'd like to hear about the making of the Fump Volume 90 cover from both his and Devo's perspective. For example, it looks like the photo was taken in a park and Steve was wearing a bicycle helmet. Did he actually ride a bicycle there or did he ride his pal the Murray?
5: Oh, excellent question. Very much uh, exposing the depth of Mr. Uh, Eclectic. Is that his name? Uh, His uh, uh, available time to waste on things like this. Uh, According to my records, uh, the esteemed Mr. Goody who can deny all of this was in fact on a bicycle in a park wearing a helmet. He did. He was okay. So yeah, yeah. And in and, fact, gave you authorization to put the fump on the helmet, but you chose not to. You just put it on the cup. I
1: forgot to actually. You forgot.
5: Yeah. I see. <laughs> and when did you forget what you
1: didn't know? Um, until just now, because uh, mm. I, I do remember now, now that you mentioned it. I do remember him telling me to do that, and I completely forgot. So uh, yeah, i so hearing to, from my people. My apologies. Somebody who looks very much
5: like this is going to be showing up at your door with a dog in a small package for you. <laughs> Oh, Jax will love that.
1: <laughs> Took him months to get used to Bodie. I can not imagine what he'd do to another. Although he is, he is friends with a um a,
5: a little yappy uh, chihuahua that lives up the block. So, you Maybe know what I watch. found out just before I released the song. I mean, sorry, just before Mr. Goody released the song, he played it for some a small focus group of his brother, his sister, and his father, and they all agreed that a chihuahua is not a wiener dog. That's at true. the last second. I, I had he had no idea i thought he thought chihuahua felt fit right into that group but apparently it's only dachshund dachshund and only dachshund which makes mr goody wonder if he should alter one line in the song don't know if you remember the simon and Garfunkel moment that goes hello my mild friend i wonder if you fit in the blend or something like that thinking maybe instead of hello my mild friend it should be hello dachshund mild friend because that might scan better with hello darkness mild friend so if anybody's listening to this and want to throw, throw in their opinion, Mr. Goody would be pleased to entertain it, might make the change, might not.
1: I have I have no opinion either way. I think they both work.
5: We'll chalk that up under doesn't care.
1: Yes, that too. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the other interesting thing about the cover is that's not your hand, or I'm sorry, that's not Steve Goody's hand on the cover. Could have been, wasn't. It could, it could have been. Um but uh, because of the way Steve was holding the cup, it was easier to use photos that Chris sent me of Chris holding the cup. Chris so, Mezalesta. Chris Mezalesta of Power Salad. And the interesting thing is, if you look at the cover, you can see that uh, Mr. Goody is, is wearing gloves and Mr. Mezalesta is not. So oh. It, it, it kind of looks like Steve is wearing uh, gloves that have the fingers cut out of them. Hmm. So it, it works. But, yeah, it's it's uh, that was just a cut-and-paste job of the hand. and the, a the bizarre
5: attempt at Michael Jackson, some sort of...
1: Yeah, kind of a weird thing like that. I do really like... I, I made a, a Fump logo of the Starbucks... A Fump parody logo of the Starbucks logo with a guy <laughs> plugging his ears. I do really like that, and I, I kind of want to use that somewhere else, but I'm not sure where. Maybe we'll make T-shirts out of that or something. Ooh. Or maybe Virgin we'll now. make actual cups that you can bring into Starbucks and have them fill up your... Yeah, cup with and you that. must demand that your name is
5: Fump, and you will answer to
1: nothing but thump yes and they'll spell it with a ph or something because that's what they do all right so is, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about steve or can you dish any dirt on steve while, while <laughs> he's you're much here?
5: taller than he claims he is he doesn't want anyone to know it he's got these sublifts and issues he walks around with things that dig the floor down from under wherever he is to make him Why he, is, does, than he, he feels very self conscious about being too tall? He's afraid he's too tall. I've never he's heard of that. Nine foot eight. Oh, well, that, frustrating. That, that, that is. That not be, supposed to say any of that. That could be quite tall. Yes. Plus he doesn't smell all that good. Mm.
1: Well, I think. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so, so is there anything he's else you'd like to say about Steve or the song or or the dog? I'm sorry. What was the question again? Is there anything else you'd like to say about Steve or the or the song or the dog?
5: They're all smelly. They're all smelly. Dogs can be very smelly. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to flash What Might be a white power sign. All three (laughs) of them are smelly.
1: (laughs) Okay. Career over. No, you know what? It was looking at me when you when you did that. So nobody would have noticed if you didn't say anything.
5: (laughs) Great. Excellent. There you go. I have nothing else to say. Just go to stevegoody.com and tell them how displeased you are with everything. (laughs) All right. There you go. There it is, folks. Stevegoody.com
3: making the internet
0: absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org Port 8027
1: Please
3: hang up and try again.
1: I told you that was definitely an interview of some kind.
2: (laughs) So I have no idea what video you actually streamed to everyone, or, uh, if any of our audio was live. But I just want to point out, I was the only one who stuck with the gimmick. I kept my (laughs) puppet up the whole time.
1: I did see your puppet was up the whole time, and I appreciated that.
2: (laughs) I was enjoying the crap out of that. (laughs) I don't know if any of the audience did. I was definitely circling more so as to maximize motion sickness. (laughs) That was definitely a gainful stormy pencil.
1: That was definitely a gainful stormy pencil. Uh There we go. Luke's not here, so I had to say it. Um all right. Teasing. He's a teasing kinda guy. Now I have a joke. Yeah. Uh oh, we can't tease anything yet. Because I need to shuffle around the fump schedule, including it was tomorrow's a tease, song. Tease. Yeah, including tomorrow's song. Um I can tell you, next week's Spotify playlist topic is uh, past Logan winners, which is something that Luke suggested to me. Um, so, all of the songs are going to be songs that have won a Logan Award at some point in the past. All right, uh, Steve, plug yourself one more time.
2: All right, regdarandthefighters.com dot com spelled like the sample character from D anD D third on, edition onwards.
1: <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> Michael, plug yourself one more time.
4: Two Sleeps Music at Twitter and Two Sleeps Music at YouTube. And look me up on Spotify.
1: And Steve Goody can be found at stevegoody.com. And let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. Luke Ski will hopefully be back next year. And there's other people. Thank
0: you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say...
1: Aw, I missed the puppet.